Welcome back to Blurred on the Street, a podcast featuring three Black and Indigenous women who cover everything from books, movies, TV shows, and games, just to name a few. I'm Jillian, and I'm joined by... I'm Jenna. I'm Lily. And, and I'm Josh. Your... Oh, no, yeah, not yet. Sorry. No, no, go ahead. <laughs> he came in too early. I'm leaving that in. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> and uh, we'll be your host for this episode. And today we're joined by our friend Josh at the Blurred Bar. And I'll give him a chance to introduce himself. Hey, hey, everybody. It's uh, Jayhawk here representing the Blurred Bar. Uh, we are a podcast of blurreds um, that talk about comics, anime, video games. Uh, we want to dabble into books, but we'll leave that to the bots. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, that's pretty much what we do. Um, oh, and we we like to say that we uh, serve up content, cocktails, and culture. Um, nice. I'm trying to make it. I'm trying to make it so that we can say like we're that thick podcast, right? Because we got three C's. Yeah, I like it. I'm trying to work it through management. We're trying to like hash it out, but you know, I'm I'm working yeah. for it. Like, you got okay. to vote from us. Yeah, like vote it. for each of us. Yes, yes. exactly. That was good. So, yeah. All right, so it's that time of year again where we sit down with friends and family and trade barbs across the table, and that's right. It's Blurred's Giving. And last year, you'll remember, we played Would You Rather with the Blurred Bar, but this year we're serving up hot takes. So here's how it's going to work. One by one, we're going to present our hot take to the group, and one by one, we'll all probably get roasted for that hot take. (laughs) So who wants to start? I'll start. I'll get roasted first. All right, guess first. All right. (laughs) All right, first up. Scarlet Witch was the best villain in Phase Four of the MCU. She was very much like she was. Nobody could stop her. The only person that could stop her was parenting. Like I don't know, like <laughs> like not the even only person who could stop her was herself. Right, yes. like the love of her kids. Like you know, mm-hmm. shame the shame look of her kids. Like mm-hmm. other than that, she was wrecking everybody, and they could not stop her. That I will say that could be argued as why she is also the worst villain, but I thought she was dope. I thought she was like the best villain that I could like get behind and be like, yeah, no, I see where that's coming from. And she had the power to like execute. So, okay. Um, uh, Let's let's give each other five minutes to rebut. Or roast or whatever you want to do. Jenna, Jenna, you go first. I'm going to go first only because I didn't actually watch the whole series. So I, um, mine is going to be a little short and sweet and it's going to be based on what I saw and not the whole series in general. But I kind of have to agree. I actually never really thought that Scarlet Witch was a hero per se Mm. um I realized she was part of the part of I guess the Avengers but I her power and the way she used it I felt always was more villain like than anything and that she was a bit self-serving sometimes 
all the time and the way she used it. I don't know. That's just me, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think... Oh. I think as it like as it stands, um, the way the way the villains were presented in this phase, I, I kind of I agree too. I don't know, Josh. I don't think he picked something that's that controversial. <laughs> lukewarm I mean, take. We, lukewarm. We, yeah, yeah. Like we well, we talked about. Um, uh, the Mandarin actually once before and how I hate that they redeemed him and made him you know like just a man who was in love mm -hmm. and um and I also I didn't like how they did that to, uh, like I didn't I didn't like how they made um Zemo not a villain as well mm -hmm. um so like at the end of the day, Scarlet Witch was one of the few actual villains who was like still a villain, though I hated, I hated, hated, hated that they made Monica like apologize to her and mm. be like, you know, whatever, mm -hmm. like, no, please, the optics on that was not good. <laughs> but, but she didn't, she didn't stop. Um, she didn't stop because she she sudden I don't I, I don't feel like she stopped because she suddenly realized oh no I'm doing something bad she stopped because to continue doing what she was doing was not going to get her her kids back mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's true so I, I feel like that actually does make her a villain like when people when people stop doing bad things only because they feel like they're not going to get what they want mm -hmm. that's not them recognizing oh i did a bad thing mm. i see what you're saying i see what you're mm -hmm. saying that's dark yeah and she like i'd like to kind of piggyback on that she saw the kids in that other dimension mm -hmm. um in the doctor strange in the multiverse of madness um they were afraid of her and that was not what she wanted mm -hmm. at all. So she stopped. But I would argue that, oh man. I would also argue Namor was pretty bad because he wasn't stopping either until Shuri was like, like, can we just not? <laughs> you know i mean essentially she i mean it was a great callback to uh captain america civil war how at the end t'challa like said you know um vengeance will not consume me to zemo and then shuri said essentially the same thing to mm -hmm. namor um yeah but here's the thing this. here's the thing yeah. and like black panther you know mm -hmm. i liked it for for the tribute that it was to bozeman but i also felt there was some real problematic stuff that they did in there and the fact okay. that they had this black woman defending the u.s for all the bad shit that they were doing just because it put her in opposition to namor who actually had a pretty goddamn good point yeah no more yeah i want i wanted to i wanted i wanted to like him 
I mm-hmm. feel like his initial, and I said this on our podcast, I feel like his initial domino mm-hmm. that started the whole thing was weak because yeah. he's mm-hmm. like, we got to kill the scientists. And I'm like, that There's doesn't stop anything from yeah. right. happening. <laughs> right. Like yeah. that's, that's not going to stop anybody from coming after you. If anything, it's going to like make people come after you more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I, I just wish his, his introduction was a bit stronger. His introduce, his introducing motive or whatever, his beginning motive was a bit Mm -hmm. stronger. Um, that could have really led to like, no, like they all got to die. Like everybody getting hands because Mm -hmm. that first one was just, was paper thin for me. Um, so that's why he, he, he gets a notch down and I, I still champion Scarlet Witch. I mean, mm-hmm. I, 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 I agree. I don't really see no more as a villain, to be honest. I, mm-hmm. I see the okay. third party as a villain. Um, and, and the movie, again, like the movie was good, but it didn't really say anything new, right? It was basically like, yeah, the, the white people or the rich people in charge hit um, people of color against each other and we get busy fighting each other instead right. of who is actually mm-hmm. causing the problem. But that's not anything new. Like everybody, it, you don't have to say that anymore. Mm-hmm. Like we're past that. We know that. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I kind of disagree about that a little bit because I think the thing is, you don't have to say that to us anymore. <laughs> but white people are still doing what white people do. And not that the movie is going to change anything about what they do, but I do think that it gives a bigger stage and mm-hmm. two, um, the problems that we have to deal with and the issues True. that we go through. Now, whether or not that's going to change anything, who yeah. knows? Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I kind of doubt it, but it, mm-hmm. I do think that it shows, at least it shows something. Um, and yeah. it's not anything new, but white people act like it is so well i mean all they had was like the slavery trauma porn it's like this is all black people had to deal with it's like no we still have to deal with like a couple more things a lot of stuff right that here. are happening now so it's like nice that there's more narratives out there uh in media that are mainstream um that you know people are able to see and it's like literally like in your face um Mm. you know and I think I do think that I feel like they also showed some microaggressions that black people have to deal with Um, every day on a regular basis that people don't think are even they're like that's not racist or oh I'm not a racist because and I'm like yeah right Mm. yeah it was just well I think I think I agree with Josh like the way that they introduced Riri was very weak like I would have liked her to have a better introduction then somebody wants to kill you (laughs) you know um and and all the the stuff that she was dealing with at MIT and maybe you know they'll get into that in in Ironheart yeah you know yeah um but as it stands also no more is licensed so like they can't he's not ever going to get his own movie he's always going to be the villain of black panther until the very last minute okay 
Yeah, I mean, unless something changes with the licensing. And who knows? It could change. I mean, Disney pretty much owns everything now anyway. Yeah. (laughs) Just, like, buy everything. What's what's to stop them? Everybody's buying each other. Like, HBO bought Discovery or, like, the other way around or something. And Disney owns, like, all these other things. Like, it's just going to be one thing in a minute. Yeah, you know. (laughs) Yeah. The Disney That's not a hot take. Like, um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what's that what's that video game where there's all the different franchises in it which um, one something hearts kingdom hearts yeah uh, yeah kingdom that's hearts. Disney. yeah that's Disney. yeah but it's 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 all their different but like different characters from different yeah places. yeah they all they all come in yeah mm-hmm. yeah they do all right who wants to go next um, um, well, since I mentioned video games, actually, that's okay. a cool segue into okay. my hot take, which I know I will almost definitely get roasted for, but come on, y'all. Um, I don't think <laughs> I don't think we need any more video games turned into TV shows or movies. What did you think that? I just think that none of them are really doing anything very original. And mm. the fact that they have the name is the only thing that they're building from. And mm-hmm. there's just a lot of them that are just bleed into each other. Mm. And, um, and I also think that a lot of them have really problematic, like, storylines and plot lines that when they throw people of color in to star in some of these uh places I'm just like what that doesn't it wouldn't even make sense like this only works because there's a white person here you didn't change anything around to make it actually be like yeah we understand that the experience would be different for a person of color Mm. okay but anyway, I guess it's really that my hot take really, really is behind um, the, uh, the, 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 I don't know if anybody even watched it. I think it was on Paramount Plus, this Halo show. Oh, I heard of that show. It's a show or is it a movie? It's a show. Okay. There is okay, a movie. There is a movie. Oh, there though. is. There yeah. is. I'm pretty sure there's a Halo movie, isn't there? I don't, I don't know. I mean, I know that this okay. was a TV show. Um, mm-hmm. And then there's, you know, there's also like the Mandalorian, which I didn't like as much as everybody else did, I guess. That's the hot take. Yeah. There's the hot take. <laughs> <laughs> there and, it is. Like, Wait, I, I, like I liked the Witcher, but also okay. like it was just like a, to me, it was very generic high fantasy sort of um as well as uh what there was another one oh i think it hasn't come out yet but they had announced that they're making the last of us oh yeah on hbo yeah yeah i don't know i just feel like like you could just you can just make like you can just like innovate new stuff like that is a thing you can do yeah like the video well, games are kind of like you're in a movie because it's visual as opposed to just right. adapting from a book. 
you know but then just play the video game that's this that's what i'm kind of saying yeah Yeah. like i mean i think obviously i'm gonna say that all of this is rooted in making more as much money as they can off of the whole entire franchise and that's why they turn movies but i i actually have to agree with you i don't think this is a hot take and just to point out i just wanted to say i did misspeak uh halo it's not a movie it is a whole series but Mm. like there's more than one there's it looks like there's actually like three or four different tv miniseries that they've made based on halo um okay but um anyway i mean i agree i feel like i can't remember the name of it now and i'm really gonna get mad at myself because i loved it but the one that they had on netflix the animated one that came out last christmas no 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 i i know what you're talking about jenna oh Uh, league of legends yeah yes so i would say that 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 one was probably the only one that i think was very well done Mm -hmm. um and i've never played league of legends i'm not a gamer so i can't say based on the game itself but in terms of them kind of making the characters uh, move over from gaming into a movie. I thought it was really well done. But I've seen other like World of Warcraft. What the fuck was that? Like, I'm sorry. I you don't talk about. <laughs> I can't. I can't. No. So, so yeah, I I actually do agree that that maybe they need to stop with the the you know having games be. Uh, movies or TV shows. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh. I'm first to that. Oh, I'm sorry, okay. Jai. Oh, I was just going to say the, I want to fully agree with you, mm-hmm. but because of the, so one, you have, um, when it misses, they miss so big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Prince of Persia, right? Like, mm. <laughs> wow okay yeah like when they like when they swing for it and miss it is like why who greenlit this right like how did nobody see that this was a burning ship like Mm -hmm. but when it hits you have cyberpunk uh what was it twin edge runners oh yeah yeah you have edge runners you have league of legends which is like i was like oh snap should i play this game i didn't but like <laughs> I I went to the website like <laughs> thought about it right, <laughs> um, and I think that's like that's they're itching for that next lightning in the bottle, but the the, the batting average for turning games into shows and or movies, yeah, it financially it's like you guys should y- y'all should chill like mm-hmm. try it every now and again don't mm-hmm. try it as much as you're trying it yeah. Um, and I only think that um, uh, Jillian, you said like just play the game. I mm-hmm. think that's the same thing as when you have a book that goes into a mm-hmm. series or a movie. Like mm-hmm. some people just aren't gonna read the book. Like they're yeah. or they're not gonna. They won't. They won't stumble upon it on them on their own. But right. like if Netflix drops the, a hot series about it, mm-hmm. um, they're like, okay, like maybe I'll check it out. And like it's a it's mm-hmm. a gateway um to that yeah so i I, gaming. <laughs> I it's not i don't think it's 
the hottest of take because I do kind of want to agree with you, but I think yeah. there are like little caveats where it's right. like, I mean, just try it because you never know, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> that's fair. All right, say one thing and then I have a question. All right, so the first thing is that, well, has anyone heard of Until Dawn, the video game? It's on PlayStation. It's this really great horror game and it thought it was really fascinating because the voice actors um, that they used were like famous actors. So they programmed the faces of the, the characters in the game to look like the actor. Hmm. I was like, oh, they should do more of that because that makes sense because they're going to have to like program face cast anyway. And you have, I don't know, I just thought that was really interesting. So until dawn. Um, and all right. So my question is then if <laughs> getting away from until dawn, just my mini comment, like, how do we feel about the Mario movie? <laughs> Okay. Do we not speak of it? <laughs> I mean, oh, I feel, oh, I feel like it's um. So I haven't actually seen the movie. I've seen trailers now. Or the trailer. The trailers. Yeah. It's not right. out yet. It's not. It's, it's not, not out, out yet. yet. Yeah, yeah, that's what mm-hmm. I thought. I was gonna say I've just seen trailers and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's on par with the Pikachu movie and yeah. I okay. <laughs> Detective Pikachu, you mean? Yeah, I Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's all that's 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 it. That's what I got to say. Okay. It's on par with Detective Pikachu. So so not as bad as Sonic though. Yeah. Okay, the Sonic movies are actually kind of cute. I was like Sonic was su- it was surprisingly like, good. No. It was okay. better was than what say, I thought it was going to be. I I didn't think Sonic was bad. Um, yeah. I certainly wouldn't go see it again, but I didn't. Oh, think I it- mean, I saw it for free, so like, yeah. <laughs> I think it was on. Um, I forget what streaming service it was on, but like that's how I saw the first yeah. one, and I, I mean, was upset, I and I was like damn do I have to see the second one now like, yeah <laughs> I mean I didn't like pay for it or anything no. but yeah. I didn't think it was bad and I do I do feel I feel like there was an appeal with the Sonic with um for kids you know yeah mm-hmm. I mean I guess all of the all of these kind of would have some sort of appeal for kids but I feel especially with the Sonic one that it had mm-hmm. an appeal for kids I and I feel like I don't know. Growing up, I I like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which yeah, um, I can't they can... get those movies. Right. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Ugh. yeah, I know. But I was a kid, and that's what I'm saying is like I feel like the Sonic one is kind of like that. Like mm-hmm. kids, kids would like it. Yeah, also bullied them to change the animation of Sonic, so mm-hmm. I had to go see it to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was weird yeah Original. wait which one was weird yeah. sonic the, an- the first the iteration of sonic was oh so yeah, yeah oh yeah, oh, yeah. My ugly sonic yeah all right it's me or lily next oh you know me and jen oh, sorry <laughs> lily you're, me you're and jen and- lily your take was spicier than mine mine was like okay it should have like, been heated up in the oven in the, in the microwave spicy Oh, yeah, we should, wait, wait, what are what are That's the ratings? Spicy. We should in the end we should rate them. What okay. are the ratings of the um, peppers? I'm gonna do. Josh is mild. I, I was mild. I was, I'm I'm restaurant style. It's fine. 
I feel like so the, the Scoville scale. Wow, they have like a lot on the Scoville scale. Oh yeah, like I guess 12, we 12 or fifteen different. Oh jeez, okay. okay, that's a lot. I I mean I think you're probably at like Anaheim, <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe Poblano, two okay. two Poblano. Okay. Yeah yeah yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't know if mine is that spicy. Jenna, is yours pretty spicy? No. No, uh -oh. I think you'll agree right. with mine. I mean, okay. I mean, not agree, you know, but so my hot take is for yeah. so, I, you know, I'm mostly on Instagram. That's kind of the, because I do it for my business. It's kind of the only, the major, um, you know, social media channel that I use. And so, like recently, recently, and I mean recently, like within the past couple of days, people have been, um, have discovered probably because someone, I say discovered, but it's probably because someone on TikTok said they should do it because that's how it mm. works now. Um, this mm. new app called Lenza AI, it's called Lenza, it's Lenza mm. AI. Mm -hmm. And so, which it's, I feel it's very problematic and I, this is nothing new. It's a, it's basically AI. You, you put a bunch of pictures in, you upload a bunch of pictures mm -hmm. and then the AI generates other pictures of you, like depending on what you choose, sci-fi, history, I don't know, Queen Elizabeth, whatever it is you want to mm -hmm. be. Um, not, not Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> maybe, whatever. maybe not Queen Elizabeth. Maybe not Trash Charles. Maybe not William. It's on Bill now. It's I mean, on Bill. Whatever it is. I mean, but those so, of us with like browner skin, we could be like um, Meghan Markle. Oh, there you go. Oh, no. yeah. yeah. So here's here's the thing. Mm -hmm. First of all, problematic because the AI is obviously using art from uh, that's posted on the internet like wherever it is the world wide web mm -hmm. you know like so it's using artists other artists work without their permission and without paying them any kind of residuals or anything like that so mm -hmm. problematic number one problematic number two is that it also a lot of the um results for people of color have come out as white skinned, even though you're feeding in black, brown skinned photos. Mm -hmm. So like, <laughs> I just don't, I get that people think it's cool to see themselves as something else, but mm -hmm. I also think that, um, the fact that nobody is really, well, the fact that in the beginning, no one was really talking about how the AI works and that it's stealing other artists' work is problematic and that people are still doing it even though they know now that mm -hmm. it's, you know, stealing other people's work. I just, I don't know. Like, I, I was never into it in the beginning, so I can't, I just, I just can't get beside it. But that's my hot take. And I don't like AI art at all because I think mm -hmm. it, steal, it steals from other artists. And it also is 
it's like instant satisfaction. People, you want to pay $8 for an app so that you can see a picture of yourself looking something other than yourself instead of paying a real artist, which mm. I'm sure you have, whoever you are, you've had have to have to have at least one artist friend yeah. on your friend in your friend list or Especially someone that you follow mm. that yeah. you could mm -hmm. say hey could you do this for me mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. when did the art the app come out do you know oh i don't know it's not it's it's been out for a while okay. i think like i said i think someone on tiktok just was like hey check uh, okay. this out and everybody yeah it's like exploded all over I've, like i think yeah. last week it exploded yeah. all over yeah, facebook i've seen lines. all these yes. these these celebrities posting their images so i was like did this just come out because i'm like i swear no. like ai no. hasn't this hasn't been like a new concept but i just have been seeing it all over my instagram feed for mm -hmm. like the all weekend yeah yeah, yeah no it's definitely not a new app at all it just did kind of explode recently though okay. yeah i have like a mini hot take inside your hot take. <laughs> okay like you know people have been doing these sorts of things you know where they do like the deep fakes and the, all this kind of stuff and they do um they've been doing these these um apps where where you can get yourself cartoonized or you can do this or um, show yourself with 30 years older or all that kind of stuff. And mm -hmm. um, a lot of those things, um, either that the app developers um, share that with um, government and like law enforcement properties in order to yeah. better their programs mm -hmm. for um, facial recognition and um, and um uh surveillance so like that was that's actually well known too went around twitter a lot it's gone around twitter a lot especially since um the whole nsa thing and the fbi like people joke the fbi is watching you through your webcam we'll put a piece of fucking paper over your webcam then <laughs> yeah. i don't know why people actually yeah. like i'm like y'all actually just running around without like covers on your cameras damn <laughs> yeah but um, but like it sort of gets that gets like a little bit of grumbling, but then it gets shouted down a lot that, mm. that how much of an issue that is. Um, but then this somehow is worse. This gets more play. This is, and and I'm not saying that I think that there's anything wrong. Like I don't I don't think anybody. Um, should be using this AI app, period. Um, they do scrape from other artists' work and they take other artists' um, like inspiration sketches, all kinds of stuff. So I'm not saying that it's wrong. I'm just saying it's, it's often very telling what a lot of people will let pass and then what a lot of people actually get up in arms and, and mad about. And do we know that the artists aren't putting the their work up on like uh what is it called? Like stock photo or you know, stock Adobe, like I think I think it's scraping from like like when people put stuff up on like 
Facebook or DeviantArt or Tumblr, actually. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, my impression is that it's taking stuff off of people's personal social media accounts. Right. Because mm. even a lot of those stock programs still have watermarks on them. Right. Yeah. So, that's mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think they're scraping from places where they can um, like either overwrite the watermark or crop out like the artist's signature or whatever it is that that identifies it as being from a particular artist. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I have not done the Linza. I have mm-hmm. seen it. I heard it cost money and I was like, nah, I'm good. Um, <laughs> but I guess, yeah, no, that makes sense. Like, it's inter- it's interesting when you guys say that, like, the fact that um, it is doing these things and, like, stealing from artists and, like, nobody's really batting an eye about it. I mm. feel like in this day and age that is very surprising because i feel like people are ready to get up in arms about any and everything so no i was saying that people are making a big fuss about this but it Uh, didn't feel like they made as much of a fuss when it was mm. like these programs are being used by governments oh and law enforcement Mm Well, yeah, I mean, safety versus like, you know, now you're messing with the bag, right? You're messing with my money. So like, <laughs> I got to speak up a little louder, but, but like yeah. safety. Eh. <laughs> right. But like, like how many people actually feel safe about that kind of stuff? Like everybody yeah. spying on everybody else, the, uh, the, like the, the degree that law enforcement agencies go to, to surveil people. Mm-hmm. And we all know it's poor people, it's people of color, it's marginalized people that they're really doing this to and for. I think the issue is the immediacy of the effect, right? So like immediately, if, if you knew that immediately, like, yes, you had an FBI agent and he would like, he would like, you know, take over your computer like when you were on and just like like a little pop-up message like they do like when you go on best buy it's like hey i'm your like accountant trying to it's like hey i'm your fbi agent just wanted to check in on you make sure you find in for work like people will be like okay like we need to stop this now right but because it's like in the background and not immediate Mm -hmm. it's like oh that's happening and then you forget about it because Kanye said something stupid next week, right? Like, right. So, oh but, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Also, no, that's, that's actually fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I also feel like I I will, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it, y'all. And, and this can be my oh, no. second part of my hot take. She this thinks Kanye's my, right. Oh no. No, no. <laughs> no, I'm gonna say it. People, white people trust the police and yeah. they trust the government and they think that. If if the government said, yo, we're going to, you know, scan all your pictures from Facebook so that we can better our facial recognition um, software, white people just be like, oh, that's so great. The government's taking care of us. Whereas right. people are <laughs> like, I love that voice. Why, have, because, why did all white people become witches? Like, I know, right? Like, no, why are we going like into the woods? It was like from Macbeth <laughs> or something. Right? Like, I but, but black people are like, 
oh, oh, okay. So next week, somebody's going to be kicking in my door with a warrant saying I look like this bank robber or this, you know, some, my white neighbor next door said that I, when I was raking my leaves in the yard, they said that I was, you know, trying to break in or something like that, you know, that's, that's how it works. So that's, I, I, that's why I think there isn't as much of a stink when the government does it or when mm-hmm. law enforcement does it than when something like this where like Josh said now you're messing with my money I, I'm not standing right. for that like right right oh, <laughs> alright Jillian can you oh, have oh. like a really we need like a we need I like a Trinidad know. scorpion hot take right now I don't know okay I'll just <laughs> say it and then you guys can just okay. roast me. All right. So the strongest Avenger Uh-oh. is Ant-Man. Hmm. I see your faces. But let me just say, the episode, everyone saw What If. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't see all of them. I didn't watch past like, the zombie episode. It was like the second episode. So like Hank okay. Pym goes crazy and like finds these ingenious ways to kill everybody oh, yeah. he's because like, he's small. And bursts he in can, people's like, eardrums and stuff or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And he could like, he can go into the quantum realm. Like they have access to the quantum realm now. And that literally saved them from Thanos being able to access that and i don't know i just feel like he's like scott's too nice but like it shows you <laughs> what ant-man could do if somebody just would do it yeah well i think i think so. he has access to the quantum realm too that's what i'm saying yeah so i actually agree with you jillian with a caveat okay i'm not okay. sure i would say he's the strongest avenger mm-hmm. semantics are everything Right. <laughs> but I would agree that he has a lot of power. Yeah. That's like not really, we don't really yeah. get to see, but I feel like when you think about it, it's like, yeah. wait a second. Because you're right. He can get yeah. small. He can do things that the other Avengers can't do because mm-hmm. he can be small. Right. And you don't know, he could like be small, go up your nose and create a embolism in your brain who I mean, like he did to like the hulk and Gore, yeah right right, right. And so, Hawkeye, yeah i think he he definitely has a lot of power that is unrecognized or has not okay. been shown like mm-hmm. the versatility of his power and yeah what he yeah, could do with exactly. it that's fair he's the mm-hmm. most dangerous yeah, yes but he's too uh, nice well, again, Scott is, but Scott it is doesn't, not, yeah, right. Okay. Like, like we all know there are other people in quantum mm-hmm. suits that aren't as nice as Scott. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm looking forward to uh, the next movie. Like, I, I haven't watched Quantum Mania yet, so. It's not out yet. Oh, okay. not, uh, that's not, 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 that's not what I was, um, sorry. Uh, the other one that he was. The one before that, the second yeah. one? Oh, um, Ant-Man and the Wasp. No, no. Wait, was it? 
Oh no, I guess I am caught up then because I definitely saw Wasp. Right, I think the last which one was, he was in an which was game. the one that had Ghost in it. Ant Man and the Wasp. That was the Wasp. Okay, then yeah. I saw mm-hmm. that one. Mm-hmm. Okay. We talk about her powers. Yeah. I mean, she'll be in like the Thunderbolt, so we'll see. We'll see more, but it's like all that quantum energy is like. Wait a second. We're not right. paying enough attention to this. Yeah, that's that's fair. I think he is is pretty dangerous, but I don't think I would say he's. I'm just strongest. like everyone says it's like Wanda, but I don't think it's Wanda. I don't. I think she's also think dangerous. Wanda. I wouldn't call her strong though yeah I don't uh, think in the in the way that i'm thinking the word strong like strength okay. like are we are yeah like are we talking like 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 you know um like like scarlet like how, witch uh, could not take a punch from the yes Hulk. exactly yeah no yeah i guess most well then if you say powerful then that means something else right yeah, that's the thing is the word the, the each word really matters. <laughs> I said I said strongest because they always make a point about it in like the Avengers movies, like who's yes. the strongest Avenger? It's like, oh, is it Thor? Is it Hulk? And I'm like, it's neither of you. <laughs> you guys yeah. don't even know. I don't know. I think <laughs> Ant-Man. That's the right. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think Thor has Okay, so so if you think about, here's the thing, is that like, okay, you could say maybe um, Tony, right? But if you take away the suit, he's definitely not, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you could take away Mjolnir and Thor would still be strong, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, but I, I do don't know if I would of... really think he's the, the strongest. Yeah, I think if we're talking about like who's who's really going toe to toe in like a boxing match or something like that, mm-hmm. I mean, is is Mrs. Marvel is Miss Marvel a uh, an Avenger? I mean, that's what I was thinking oh, actually. Carol, yeah, yeah, like Carol Danvers, mm-hmm. she could probably go toe to toe with with Thor and Hulk actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, she went toe to toe with Thanos. He just yeah. like got the jump on her and he cheated and used the stone on her. Right. But yeah. we've also seen like I I want to rewatch that that snippet because we saw the Hulk get handed like his butt like by Thanos. So yes. like Hulk was just like, and exactly. I guess that that even goes to like another thing of like who's the best like technical fighter. Because mm-hmm. you know it's like serve the Hulk something serious. Yeah. Um, okay, technical fighter, then I would give it to like Shang Chi. Then is he an Avenger? Almost. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, actually... I think. I mean, so so which okay with Shang Chi though? Um, like a lot of the Asian martial arts is way different fighting technique and style than like boxing. Yeah, so I think it depends. Yeah, I mean, that was that was a great scene. But I think like if you are. Yeah, I think if you say strongest and you say technical fighter, then you would have to say like, like in an MMA way, then Shang-Chi maybe. But I'm not sure if you were just like. I like just actually talking about. I think you could take the fight the, could a punch anything. the best. 
Like, you know, it's like, like, but you don't know rules when you're like up against somebody. There's no like set rules like, oh, I'm going to fight Loki. I challenge you to a boxing match, sir. Throw the glove down. But But I have to, I have to, I have to disagree about the Shang-Chi kind of. And this is only coming from my experience with martial arts personally. But I would say with martial arts, there's a lot of fancy footwork and fancy, you know, like punching and stuff. But it, the point of martial arts is to defend yourself. It's not to start a fight, so to speak. It's not offense. No. So right. I think that there is, I think right. there's a deficit there. If we're really talking, if we're really getting technical about fighting, then I think there's a deficit there if, you, if you're considering martial arts because it is more of a, I'm just trying to defend myself and to stop myself from getting hurt than to actually be more on the offense. Mm. If right. you're if you're if you're doing martial arts the way you're supposed to be supposed taught, to. <laughs> yeah. not yeah. choosing the dark side, right? right. Exactly. You don't, you don't know who it's gonna be up against, so you have to kind of like I'm thinking of like the fight between, like as an example, Doctor Strange and Spider Man. Like theoretically, Spider Man should. I be haven't. Close. I haven't. I, we haven't seen. I haven't seen that fight. So it yeah, I haven't in seen the beginning. That. It happens okay. in the, towards the beginning, so it's not really a spoiler. But like they fight, but like theoretically, you'd think that Doctor Strange would win that fight because he has magic. You know, I I don't think so. Actually, I think I'd bet on Spider Man. Well, I'm saying like, the but Doctor Strange's strength person. is his magic. If you took that right. away, he's not right. Right. Like, like it's I think it's I think it comes down to the difference in like the people whose strength is part of them like who yeah who they they're never without it because technically Um, Spider-Man is really strong he's very strong he's incredibly strong and he has a rapid healing which Dr. Strange doesn't or no I don't think so and he just uses magic to I don't know if they've ever tried to say that theoretically right. you'd think that he would but i don't think it's appeared in any movie right so like i think if it like if i was saying like oh uh, spidey P- peter parker is going to be fighting against dr strange i might be like i think it's gonna go to peter i think i think lily touched on it when it's like if you're gonna set somebody up to take a punch, who is who is throwing the punch and who is possibly surviving the punch? Right. And I think that puts us back to like Thor, not maybe Thor, Hulk, Hulk, and and Marvel, Miss yeah. Marvel. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think they can they can both hit and um like take a punch but i guess i'm trying to get at is like even if you put like ant-man up against thor or the hulk he's not going to be able to withstand a punch but like he's operating within the quantum realm it's like that's his thing so putting those two against each other ant-man would win 
well with the, with the suit on yeah right? like if it was yeah. just scott but like yeah i'm saying as their super as, as their personas oh yeah they're okay. not thinking of like this is like peter parker versus Doctor Strange is Doctor Strange, but <laughs> you know, yeah. Stephen on the street, you know, Peter Parker versus Stephen on the street. <laughs> Love it. Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> was he? he wasn't even Stephen on the street before the he was strange. Was he? <laughs> <laughs> the street i love it but yeah, yeah. I, I, I see what you're saying so yeah if they're all kitted out as their actual mm-hmm. hero persona right scarlet witch ant-man scarlet witch ant-man i'm 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 saying scarlet witch too yeah are we are we we're only talking about that are in the current mcu right because that, now that's what I was talking about. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. I I, 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 I have other ideas if we were outside of the actual MCU. Scarlet Witch can make you see things that aren't there. And I think that's yeah. her power there. I think that because of that, she has more power than um she doesn't Ant-Man. even have to fight. Scarlet Witch just mind right. fuck you and you're down. Exactly. Exactly. Right. We all saw Multiverse of Madness, right? No. no. Yeah, well, they, uh, were, they were prepared for her, though. Okay. I'll just say they. And Josh so, will know what I'm so, talking about. So we're saying if you just said like, like fight club, no me. rules, this person against this person, mm-hmm. and you can use your powers any way you want. I, I think I still am going to go with Scarlet Witch. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel well, like after, if, well, you guys haven't seen Multiverse of Madness, but I feel like Wanda's okay. in a place where she like wouldn't do some of the things that she's been doing. So I'm like, I don't know. I, 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 I kind of feel like obviously they all know each other, so they all know their powers. So they? if it's like wave the flag and go. Yeah, Scott could be prepared, or Ant Man could mm-hmm. be prepared to do something to avoid Scarlet Witch, but I still other- think she has a lot more power because of the mind. Fun. The like, other thing is, I'm not sure if everybody knows all their powers that they have. That's like as an example, I feel like Thor has like way more things he could do with Thunder than he does. You know, yeah, yeah just but- as an example. Yeah, but yeah. He, he'd never had to, right? Like, right, that's right. what I'm saying. He was up there in like, Asgard just chilling as the yeah, I just have to like Odin, call the lightning so. once and everyone just disperses and like flies back in like a cloud of smoke and it's yeah. done. I mean, yeah, you I get like, that if you get the right, yeah. you get the, the 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 right like amount of lightning, you could just stop people's hearts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he chooses not to, so I don't know. I, I have a hot take. Okay. Okay. Let's take. All right. This comes from I was watching um a tale of two Jedi. Mm-hmm. Uh and it's about Ahsoka and Dooku, but that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um Ahsoka's parents, the names that they were using gave me the vibes that they were based off of like Indian culture. Okay. Um, and I was thinking 
are there any science i don't think that there are any science fiction races based off of black people that are like done well like where you can like wakanda aside and i don't think that even counts because it's like they're still based in africa but like i'm talking about like when you look at like aliens or like anything else like elves even or something like there aren't any races based off of like black people that are like done well if done at all honestly like i'm thinking i knew no um was it children of blood and bone but like Mm-hmm. It's it's not mainstream, I guess is what I'm saying. Right. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yep. yeah, yeah. So I mean, you haven't been mm-hmm. taken as subject matter like that. You know, everybody's yeah. usually white, so we don't even really have. Or you know, we're always gonna be like like dark and or animal like and warrior or like yeah you know that sort of orcs like what's yeah what's the equivalent of like elves but black right (laughs) right yeah Yeah. i don't know yeah i don't know i feel like though that that's not a downfall in terms of material that could be out there i think that's a downfall in the publishing world itself Mm. if we're talking about books or in hollywood itself if we're talking about you know tv whatever um because i am positive there is a black writer out there who has probably written a sci-fi book Mm -hmm. where there is a race based on black people that is not stereotypically black. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you about this well, book okay. that I just read. <laughs> <laughs> um, so two of the kids that I work with, I their their dad was trying to get them to read um this this book, and so you know I was like, yeah, I'll I'll read it as well and see you know um and it's called the marvelers by Danelle clayton mm-hmm. and it is it is middle grade right mm-hmm. um but it is it is about this magical world where like white white people are in it yes um but it it has so much of all the black and brown cultures because in in like really when you say magic right what is the default for that it's usually something celtic based right or or european based um but this is like all kinds of magic and so there's there's this group of magical people called conjurers um which are which are mostly black people like the the main character um her family is a conjurer she's learning conjuring and they live in louisiana or mississippi very very close to new orleans wherever Mm -hmm. it is um yeah and and it's really great and then they talk about like they have like um indian people they have indigenous people they have 
all kinds of different magical people. There's like maybe two people that sound really white, which is another thing that I love is that the names and all the characters, there's no white default when you're reading this book at mm. all. So there's, I feel like I've there's seen that. It before. I'm looking yeah. at it. I looked it up and I was like, I definitely feel like I've seen it like before mm-hmm. and like just walked past it, unfortunately. You know? <laughs> I mean, like I said, it's a middle grade book, right? It's for like like sixth graders, but- uh, um, Okay, then there's probably no wrong <laughs> section. I was right. like, ah, why right. would I be there? But like, you know, the, the, the two girls that I'm working with, they, um, one of them is just in first grade, but she can read middle grade um, uh, books. And the other one is in fifth grade. So this is kind of a book that's like right at their level. And mm-hmm. I'm always trying to get them more into reading. And okay. I just feel like they haven't really found. And I, unfortunately, the older one feels like, oh, it's weird. Um, it's like a weird Harry Potter ripoff, which is, it's sad that that, again, yeah. that that is, that is sort of the rubric that everybody says, if it's yeah. magic, it's like mm-hmm. Harry Potter. Like Harry Potter is right. not a comp we need to use anymore, right? Right. And like, so what? So what? I can name a dozen books that are like something else, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah. I think, and that actually reminds me of, um, I actually just listened to your last episode with uh, Cool Coolest. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. And talking about like ownership and like, you know, mm-hmm. like putting it out there. And mm-hmm. it's like, and I think the biggest thing is like, we don't vote with our dollars mm-hmm. at the same time. Is that because is is the same amount of attention to detail and quality going into Mm -hmm. this and then after that you do have to get over the hump of oh this is a harry potter ripoff oh this is like how new and fresh is your idea and that sucks because i mean taking it back to like our previous uh mild takes it's like there aren't any that many fresh ideas coming out because people just keep right. making books and mm-hmm. like yeah, and was, and games. So yeah. yeah, it's a very it's it's an interesting space to be in as a black creative, especially mm-hmm. when you're talking about books, games, or like what have right. you, because there are so many uh, hurdles you have to like get over just to be like, hey, I finally made it to like the bottom shelf of Barnes and Noble, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Yeah, but I also I feel like there. Oh, I'm sorry. What I was saying is that I feel like there are a lot of. I think there is a deficit in, you know, books out there, especially in the YA section, which I read a lot of YA, like fantasy and high fantasy, sci-fi, all that kind of stuff. And I do think recently there has been sort of an influx of um, YA books in those genres that are, you know, Black focused, Mm -hmm. Black characters. Um, But I think there's always been a deficit because 
there is a problem with the publishing world valuing black authors. Mm. Um, so if yeah. you don't get your book published, there's no, you know, the, then people think that people aren't writing these stories. Yeah. Or a white person mm-hmm. has a token black character or, or a token whatever character in there. Right. And all of a sudden, they're getting applauded for being diverse. And but not even token, white authors are getting books published with BIPOC characters as main characters, right. as people going through different aspects of life, especially in Kid Lit. And Black authors can't get the same attention. Yeah, mm-hmm. because... I think there, since we were just sort of giving recommendations also, I'm going to go ahead. There's this awesome book called Skin of the Sea. And there's actually yeah, a sequel. That's on Nat- my list. Natasha Bowen. Yep. That's, that's Natasha also Bowen. Uh, a, um, a YA book. Yes, it's yeah. YA. And I'm going to, you know, they, they call it Black Mermaids, but it's, it's so much. It's not mermaids. It's not. I was going to say it's not mermaids. It's so much more than that. But it really goes into like African culture, especially. And, um, you know, like the gods that they worship and and who they believe in. Um, Actually, and since you mentioned that, to go back to what Josh was saying, when you say black, right, there is a difference, though, in in the experiences uh, and and the backgrounds and and just all of our generational trauma of Black Americans as opposed to Black Africans or Black people that live in other parts of the world. So when when you say, has there ever been like Black Americans, like our experience like distilled into a race and done well, I would definitely say no. Yeah. I actually was, and I was just going to point that out um, next anyway, because I, we tend to get homogenized. We're like black people and we get homogenized into this group where, first of all, even if you are saying black people, we're not a a homogenous group, but Mm -hmm. um, you know, there is no, people aren't considering that the lived experiences of being black and African, being black and African and living in another country that's not Africa, being black American and being black American living in a country that's not America. And it's, and then there's, you know, just being black anywhere else, right? Being Mm -hmm. black British or being, you know, black in Russia or, you know, whatever. And then, and then when you cross over into like black Jews, like, wow, people, All, all the all the attention that anti-Semitism gets and there's not a lot that talks about the dual like aggressions that happen to black Jews. Exactly. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh, we got deep there for a second. <laughs> no, it's okay. But yeah, I mean Josh, no, I would love to see like black Americans, mm-hmm. like something that was that that had you know, I don't know if I would want to call it a race, but just like a group of people, a community done mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. in science yeah. fiction or fantasy that, that um, you yeah. know, distilled some of our experience. 
Well, and I, I do, again, like I was saying, we get homogenized together because I feel like even when there is like the Black American experience, it always, always has that background of slavery. And I'm like, yes, that happened to us. Yes, it happened to our ancestors, but we are more than that. Yes, exactly. We are more than just descendants of slaves or have that slave experience as our generational trauma. And I think that gets overlooked a lot. I, I, I would push back and be and say that they, they, they hear you and like, oh, we're more than slaves. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, now let's have Tyrone. He grew up in a real gritty neighborhood and he's in a gang. Then yeah. it's like, but we're more, it's, like, right. it's like, I see your slavery, but I raise you. Raise buggery. you. I like, raise you the inner city. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Oh, let's right. talk about, we can, we can talk about Monica Rambeau again if we're talking about that. Like her right. history in the comics. And you're just really that, okay, all right, that's but, how. Is and that, I think, that's the only way they think that black people grow up and i right. i think um just to i <laughs> i didn't mean for it to get really deep but i guess you know <laughs> when in rome um but to your to the point of like every we get homogenized i wonder if that's because there aren't any like huge black mainstream thing so it's like oh mm-hmm. like this this black character happens to be like Nigerian and whatever. Maybe they're just Nigerian, and it's like, mm-hmm. well, they're black, so like we we gotta we gotta promote them anyway because that's we don't get nothing. Like you know what I mean? Like right. we gotta promote everything mm-hmm. that we got because we don't get that much. Right. Um, and I think that is an also interesting thing where it's like, I would love to see more diverse. Uh, characters right like you you have like your your nigerian niche market you have your black american market you have your black african market like um but i do think that that is that is so far down the line yeah. <laughs> like realistically yeah. speaking it's and i think it's unfortunate but i would like to hope that it's coming mm-hmm. right? yeah so. yeah yeah. yeah, I mean, African futurism is having a moment right now right. in, mm-hmm. in yeah. science fiction and fantasy. And that's great. It's really, really great. But like, the thing is that we're, we're like right here in America, like all these, all these American publishers that put out these books and it's like, but we're right here. We're right here and we're writing books too. You yeah, know? yeah. I just like remember the days, like, I guess I was like, it was like, I want to say like 2012 early in that 2010 to 2020 was like every other story was about this like white girl who was like the savior of like this dystopian Mm -hmm. and it was like every single one I'm like Mm -hmm. wait a second and now it's like now I'm like reading all these great YA novels written by black women and men I just like these are all the stories I wanted back when I was growing up and so I'm just like really enjoying reading them now but I kind of I'm like glad that some you know children have these now Mm -hmm. but I'm like I'm like kind of jealous I'm like I wish I had these back then but you know I I was about to say 
Yeah. I was about to say, like, do you ever read it? Because I know for me, it's like, yeah, hearing all these stories, I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. cool. And then it's like, why? I'm yeah. like, ah, uh, I don't I know. know. What I mean, <laughs> that's that's another Good thing though. that I think is an issue yeah. is that uh, like YA and and kid lit is like the vanguard for this stuff now. But like, hey, grownups want those books too. People yeah. reading, yeah. you know, adult science fiction and fantasy want those books too. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it's like I'll, I'm reading them because I am enjoying the stories. They're well written, and you know, if something's mm-hmm. not well written, I'm not going to read it. But if it's well written and the story is compelling, I'm like, it's. It feel like the age on it doesn't really matter. Mm. Yeah, you know, I have, and I like th- even like I just feel like also why why do like a lot of black science fiction has to be like PhD level. Um, writing background sort of mm-hmm. situation when like people like Rowling or, or get published and get famous right like it's a double mm-hmm. standard on yeah. on the the quality that mm-hmm. um, the publishers will say is necessary mm-hmm. for right. um, people of color but specifically black authors to get published yeah I mean I again I'm kind of with Jillian I've always been a big fan of YA I used to do a blog back in the day on um, reviewing YA books Um, and I think the reason why was because like Jillian we didn't have that when and I'm I'm older than Jillian so I'll say when I was a teenager we didn't we didn't have that at all and um, well, I, I mean, I would say I would say that the stuff stuff existed, but right. we we there wasn't the we same means to be able to find the books. And, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, oh, and or I, even 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 if it was like like going to the library to try to find some of the stuff wasn't right. that easy. And I mean, yeah. I will say I will say that I definitely had more privilege than most um, black people growing up in an urban area in the sense that I did have libraries nearby. I had a library card. I could, uh, I could access those libraries in terms of getting there. Um, and then also my mom, who was a teacher, um, focused on literacy as well. So she could bring home books that, mm. you know, maybe I would not have uh, had access to, um, on a regular basis if I was just a a regular kid. But I do think that, um, like Lily said, that the stuff probably was out there, but it just wasn't like front facing, like, hey, look, it's a book with a black person in it, you know? Um, Right, and and still like two out of every hundred books published be having something is not the same anyway, right? Like saying like, oh, but the books existed. Yes, they did. I admit that they did. But again, when when there's a thousand books in a bookstore and only eight of them have um, black faces on the cover or are a known black author then mm-hmm. it's like that's... finding a needle in a haystack so right. to speak right you could have gas and totally overlook it because mm-hmm. whatever right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right exactly yeah oh man this is great <laughs> great discussion Actually, as I like always this. all right so yeah. none, yeah. none, none of our hot takes were like super super spicy <laughs> I know. None of them were but super I, I, I don't know i find them hot 
yeah but i i actually kind of like that like we were all like i agree mostly yeah mostly mostly. (laughs) i mean we still we still we still had our you know our own thoughts i think that that's that's the the good part you know yeah yeah it's not just like oh we agree move on yeah (laughs) i think there were two hot takes first being steve on the street yes that was that was some wild disrespect that was thrown out i think that what 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 did you call that poblano whatever what you're reading no no trinidad scorpion that's that's the second highest i think i think that that got the trinidad scorpion definitely at least ghost pepper yeah yeah that was that was fire um (laughs) and then lily talking about how she didn't like the mandalorian i mean We don't got time to get into it, but that was wild. Like that's we're definitely gonna come back to that on another episode. But we, that's fine. We we should definitely talk about that because I got I got some stuff to say. Okay. I got Wait, some you disagreements. Like, you guys like Andor, right? Was... I haven't seen Andor. Okay. Oh. Andor Andor's good. Andor is good. Yeah. I have watched Andor the first three episodes of Andor. It's mm. difficult though. Like mm. I'm like, I don't think i can watch all these episodes all in a row you know mm-hmm. i gotta take take a break i gotta let this digest and sit so i watched it all i okay. agree that it is a good show i think the issue with it and the issue with a lot of star wars personally speaking is that it does not matter until we get past what was yes. it episode nine or whatever yeah. whatever the final yep. movie is yep. it it doesn't matter and in the case of andor it really doesn't matter really because we doesn't. saw that movie yes so i know I, Rogue I, yes One is I, I mean in the back of my mind I'm that's like, that's really that's my thing. biggest problem is that that star wars is not pushing um like actual stuff that that matters in their universe now and mm. and the all these things where they're putting um again people of color but mostly men mostly mm. men of color um in the forefront are these stories are like yeah but they're dead long dead story like, doesn't matter it didn't like what are what are we doing here? so here can i just say and this is maybe this can be a, another hot take actually because as someone who was not into star wars and i still haven't seen the first three movies from yeah. you know back in the day harrison ford um so wait no i know okay you guys that's the hot take right there i was about to say that might be the biggest you haven't just let that just let that go just let that go you haven't seen four five and six no we can't get into that it's 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 i can't just let it go just let it go but anyway for me all of these backstories actually make a big have made a big difference in and has elevated my star wars i guess has the lore and the background behind it because i think part of the reason why i couldn't get into star wars in the beginning was because i had no fucking clue what the hell was going on i didn't know these characters they don't really like yeah they introduce them but i'm like okay but but what does this mean how did they get here and i do think i think yeah star wars is a bit of a deep dive and 
you know, it's not as accessible to newer audiences. If you haven't like been yeah, around, like I don't, I don't know that much. Episodes in either. order, the episodes in order, I think, will be really jarring. Oh yeah. Yes. You know, yes. I definitely think they should be watched in the order they were produced, not in the order. That yeah, I'm saying if you start them. with like, um, what's his name? First one. Um, yeah. Aiden Christensen. Mm-hmm. the first of his set i think th- and then you go to um mark hamill's set i think mm-hmm. that's like a big not not saying because the first one of mark hamill took place i mean it was filmed in the 70s i'm I saying think. like the story i think will be like jarring yeah mm-hmm. well i don't I, think any of the aiden christensen ones should be seen at all but <laughs> I, that's not a yeah. hot take I see your point about the new stories being like gateways, right? Like uh, right. the on ramp um, to the universe. And I would, I would like to believe that they are building out their sandbox to make mm. it like the MCU, like where you have all these rich mm. characters to pull from and go off on. Right. I think I don't disagree with that uh, tactic. I think doing that with stuff that happens like before the the Death Star is even created mm-hmm. is like this means nothing because even mm-hmm. this person's grandson is going to be dead by mm-hmm. the time wow. that we get to the part where uh yeah. you know like after episode 9 so it's like I think yeah. that's more my issue with it where it's like it's so far back to like be building out this this sandbox Right. I I don't know where they're going with it besides right. just being cash cows, right? Like right. just raking right. in that money. So yeah. that I mean, um, I will say I, I I definitely agree that what they're putting out now definitely is probably more like you said, a cash cow than anything. But as someone who likes very well developed characters i just mm-hmm. appreciate i mean they're, they're this... definitely much more character driven yeah yeah yes. yeah totally. yeah um, so so i appreciate the shows for that as right. opposed to just kind of what they mean in the universe itself sure. i mean sure. i just think that what they did with john boyega and um why do i keep forgetting her name which um, one? Uh, Asian woman, Jillian, that Kelly I had Tran. mentioned before. Um, yes, Kelly Tran. I just think um, that they have put in this position where there's no way forward but white. Right. And I don't know that I, I don't know that I like that, right? Like, they're just kind of like, well, we'll, we'll give you this and we'll give you that. But this is like, it's not even like a couple of decades. It's like millennia. Like, I just, it's, it's, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't like it. I don't like the way that they're setting it up. I'm not saying I don't like the shows. I'm just saying mm-hmm. I don't like the way that they're setting it up that none of these, um, these POC characters really matter. Right. in the yeah. in the the yeah. new like where the timeline actually stands in the present right and i'm a huge ahsoka fan and like mm-hmm. even her 
to be honest, she's younger than Anakin slash Darth Vader, but like, if, yeah, he he's dead. Like, yeah, he has right. like sons. Like, you know what I mean? Like, or uh, well, yeah, because his son Luke is old as dirt when we right. find him. So yeah. it's like Ahsoka is like a grandmother at <laughs> right. at yeah. this point, right? right. So it's yeah. like even these cool characters, yeah. Exactly what you said, Lily. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I double down on what you said. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, encore takes. I'm all, out. I'm all, out. I'm all done. Jenna, Jenna, go ahead. Oh no! I was just gonna say. I think that's it. I think. I think we we got yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. So me me not liking the Mandalorian that was the Carolina that's reason. Hot. That was yeah. That was okay. That yeah. was the hottest hot take. And we'll we'll have to come back and revisit that since yeah. that was so yeah. hot. <laughs> Can't even eat it. <laughs> All right. Well, Josh, thanks so much again for coming on the pod. Thank you for having me. This was an amazing time. Yeah. As per usual. Yeah. I, yeah. I know. I always like when we uh, collab with the uh, Blurred Bar. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, that's it. Catch you in the next episode. All right. Thanks for listening to Blurred on the Street. If you like us, be sure to follow us and give us a rating or review on Apple or Spotify. We'll be back with another episode soon.